Across the Thames Valley. One more time. Across the Thames Valley. This, this is River Radio. Well, now for some pop music. Hello, everyone. Hello, Josh. How are you doing, Fat? I am very excited. Well, I hope you're excited because we are on the magic moment on River Radio. And we've got a jam-packed show, but first up, we've got an awesome song by Blue Ceiling, Monday. Welcome back to the Magic Moments on River Radio. I am joined with my host, Pat Big Big P, as I like to say. <laughs> Maybe not on the radio, Josh. <laughs> How are you doing, Patrick? Do you know what, Josh? Very excited to be here and very honoured to be on the first show that you are hosting. Terrified. This is <laughs> terrifying, dude. For the for the listeners at home, mm-hmm. in front of me, I've just got a, a ton of knobs and switches mm-hmm. and things to pull up and down. And I don't really know what's going on, but I'm going to give it my best shot today. Let's just say for the next hour, listeners, you are going to be in for an experience. I don't know whether it's going to be good or bad. Only time will tell. <laughs> well, guess what? If it's bad, tomorrow is Halloween. Mm-hmm. So, you know, maybe that's a spook special. A, a, a terrible, now there that's magic. <laughs> yeah. That's magic listening to this show. Yeah, there yeah. you go. So, mate, how has your week been? Do you know what, Josh? This week has actually been very nice. I've had a really nice week. You know, I've been looking forward to this. Um, and I've been, of course, getting ready for tomorrow. Halloween, big day in my yearly calendar. 
Is it really? It, is it, it really something is. that you really celebrate Halloween? Well, obviously, as a magician, I'm actually working on Halloween tomorrow. It's a bit of a different one. Going to a Halloween party, uh, I will probably see some pretty scary costumes. Uh, the question, though, Josh, is: Will I see someone? in a Squid Game costume. <laughs> I would say very doubtful. It did, that show didn't really make any impact really no, on the pop culture. Not many so. people know about it. It's no. quite under the surface. Dude, I, I think you're going to walk out in the streets and think that you've been, you know, <laughs> gone to sleep in a car and taken to Squid Games. You think you're actually in the TV show. Can't wait for that. 24 hours and it's Squid Game time. <laughs> yeah. Are you going to be wearing a costume at all this Halloween? Uh, uh, well, because I will be working, I am going to be just in my suit. Um, although some people will say that's horrible enough <laughs> that's lovely that's very nice is some of the people your mum by chance <sighs> let's just uh, bring it up Josh because oh, that sorry, was uh, a low blow low blow Whew. starting off the show hard <laughs> but <laughs> speaking of so mm-hmm. let's start off the show let's change it around mm-hmm. and have a fun game love that so we're going to go obviously this is the magic moment mm-hmm. and we're going to start off with a, sh- with a game called magic or reality I am intrigued by the sound of this Josh so basically, in magic or reality, mm-hmm. I'm going to be sharing with you three crazy facts. Two of them are true. One of them is false. Okay. Now, your job, Pat, is to find out which one isn't true. Interesting. Do you know what? I used to love playing this at school. I- I'm quite excited about this, you know, Josh. Are you, mate? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm excited to get going with you. And so let's jump into the first fact. Let's go. <clears throat> so the first fact is Victorians once used leeches to predict the weather. Oh, well, do you know, and I've got to guess if that's true or false. You've got to guess. Okay, can I just go straight in? Can I hear them all or I've got to go straight in with one? I can I can let you hear them all or we can just go one by one. Do you know what? I'd like to hear the other two, Josh. Okay, here it comes. The inventor of the Frisbee was turned into a Frisbee after his death. Fat, <laughs> <laughs> you can't be... <laughs> wow, really? Uh, maybe. I mean, I find that very hard to believe. But if that is true, that is amazing. I mean, fair play to that guy for, I assume that's what he wanted or his family wanted. It'd be rough if it's not what he yeah. wanted. <laughs> He's like, I specifically said, I don't want to be turned into a frisbee. Like, nah, don't worry. Wow. Okay, what's the third one? And the third one is, in England, it was illegal to pat a married man on the back till the late 1950s. Oh, well, do you know what that... Well, so my grandparents got married in about 1945. I hope you didn't pat them on the back then. Oh, well, that's the thing. I'm thinking if anyone said, oh, congrats on your wedding, suddenly off to the clink. <laughs> yeah, the police are arriving. <laughs> so I just wanted to say well done to my son. No, you've crossed the line. Throw you in the slammer. Wow. You can't pat a married man on the back. Not until the 1950s, apparently. I mean, if you think about it, in the past, there has been these crazy laws. Who knows why? It might have been mm-hmm. some sort of plague way back in the day, and they've created this law around it, and mm. it's just stuck around because no one's really noticed it. Well, do you know what they say, Josh? What do they, t- what do they say? You've got the five bases in any relationship, and number five is always a pat on the back. <laughs> is so, it really? Yeah, they, they do say that, yeah. Are you sure this isn't someone just trying to friends <laughs> you? No, we just pat, pat, yeah. pat on the back. That's what we do. We, we always pat on the back on a date. Really? Okay. Yeah, yes. Yeah, it's, it's quite the range. Pat. Um, I think, Josh, I think I know this one, you know, I'm going to go for it. All right. So out of the three, which one is false? Which is magic or which is reality? We've got leeches, frisbee and married man. I'm going to say the fact is that the Victorians would use leeches to predict the weather. That's my final answer. There is two facts in there. There's only one false. So 
Oh my gosh. You gotta choose which one is false. They're all pretty crazy, I know, but you gotta choose which one's not true. The thing is, I I did hear that information earlier, but it almost, I couldn't process it because I'm like, surely the other two cannot. One of them, one of them must be true. Oh, (laughs) I mean, it must be the Frisbee one, but I mean, okay. Do you know what, Josh? I'm gonna go for it. Frisbee and leeches are true. Patting a married man on the back was illegal into the 1950s. For me, it's going to be false. Well, Patrick, mm-hmm. congratulations, you got it right. Well oh done, mate. Well done. I mean, Josh, the leeches one, I'm quite surprised at. It's pretty wild. Leeches? Why are they weathermen all of a sudden? That's just because I know leeches have got a lot of qualities that the Victorians would use, but I didn't notice the mm. weather. But that still is amazing. But the frisbee one has blown me away. I mean, how, how do you even start? And like, just so many questions. What would you do with a frisbee made out of a human? So, I mean, obviously, initially, it sounds pretty rough, but it's mm. actually a really sweet reason. The inventor wanted like his grandchildren and his children to continue playing with him in the park. Oh, long after, that so. is brilliant. I think that's really lovely. So he lives sort of on like, with yeah, them. He's still in the family and something you obviously love because he invented it yeah. as a frisbee. Do you know what, Josh? That is beautiful. That is beautiful. And you know what else is beautiful, Mm -hmm. Patrick? Our next song coming up, which is called Brazil by Declan McKenna. Please enjoy.
Everybody plays a beautiful game I'm in Brazil Cause it's all you've ever wanted And it's all that you want still Don't you wanna play the beautiful game Out in Brazil I wanna play the beautiful game I'm in Brazil And that was Declan McKenna, Brazil. What a tune. Mate, I'm loving these tunes. And because I'm behind the deck, I've been trying to go for some indie rock stuff, which is personally my favorite genre. Do you know what, Josh? I'm living for it. All the songs so far have been top notch. Oh, I'm glad. I'm glad you haven't flatlined yet. And hopefully you won't because <laughs> the next crossed. segment hopefully will be good also. It's going to be great. Well, this is the Magic Moments, Pat. And so, mm-hmm. of course, we've got to have a magic moment. It would, only, it would only be right. It absolutely would. And this magic moment is all focused around just an absolutely amazing individual his name is lewis Pugh, and he recently completed an over 12 day swim through glaciers and ice in greenland all in his speedos and he did it to raise awareness for climate change he's the first person ever to complete a multi-day swim in the polar regions i mean that is amazing firstly he is probably the only person in the world who can pull off now wearing a pair of Speedos. Oh, he can wear them anywhere. He Weddings, can wear them anywhere. Any party, he can just show up in the Speedos. They'll say, is those the ones in the puller? Yeah. Ice caps. You bet, absolutely. You can still see some of the some of the ice on it. Exactly. And, 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 and do you know what? Like, wearing Speedos in the best of times is pretty brave. Wearing it in the polar ice caps, <sighs> I mean, honestly, mate, that is going to be seriously cold. That's an understatement indeed. <laughs> it would be... I, for 12 days just imagine every morning you're like oh good morning cup of coffee feeling great mm-hmm. pop on the speedos jump into an iceberg there's a polar bear over there oh it mate, is rough that is really rough it just shows the strength of like a human mind like it just shows like we can all overcome so much it might seem impossible but people like lewis Pugh are just constantly pushing the boundaries of what seems possible for humans and doing it for such a great cause as well i think it's it's amazing. It's amazing. And, and and the thing as well is just like how, you know, how much people um, put into these things. Do you know what I mean? Like we hear this news headline, but for Lewis, I'm sure that's been years and years and years of work and dedication, putting his everything into something like that. Um, just amazing. Absolutely. And the training involved in all that. I mean, we have a bit of experience with cold water swimming, nothing <laughs> on that scope whatsoever, but it just makes you appreciate more the the magnitude of what he's been able to do yeah i mean josh can vouch for me here you know if lewis Pugh had the attitude to cold water i did he would be <laughs> so irritating the moment he jumps in oh my god get me out i can't do oh, josh help me just Actually, screams you just, you just put your middle your middle toe in there you haven't done anything else Actually, and the crazy thing as well is I heard this interesting story from someone. Mm -hmm. It was a YouTube vlogger. It wasn't anything, you know, I wasn't reading like a very science book or anything. (laughs) It's just, (laughs) I'm not going to lie. I tried to pretend to be smart. But 
basically this vlogger was going off into the, I think, North Pole or one of the poles anyway. There was mm -hmm. a big pole, I'm mm -hmm. sure, somewhere around right. in, in the snow. Mm. And he jumped in the water as sort of like a last day sort of thing. They were on this cruise. And he said the moment his body touched the water, mm -hmm. it went numb, beyond numb, like just absolute pins and needles as though he never even touched the water. He never actually felt the water touch his skin. It just numbed instantly. It's that cold. Oh, Can you so, imagine that? So it's almost like he lost all sensation in his body. Literally, it, until later when it all started coming back and he said it was like agonizing pain. And this guy did that for over 12 days. In Speedos. In Speedos. Dude, I wouldn't even wear Speedos to a leisure center. I mean, Josh, can I just raise one thing? Now, I may regret saying this. Go for it, mate. This may have crossed a line. Oh, dude, that's a great way to that's start way any, to start. any sentence. I will just say, and I'm saying this as a uh, guy myself, you may, he, there may be a bit of a embarrassment, you know, when he leaves, if you get my drift. I get your drift, uh, but I would say that's mm. the probably only positive of doing something like this in Greenland, in the middle of glaciers. Mm -hmm. There's not really much people around. That's so very true. You've got some penguins, a maybe few polar bears. <laughs> and they're just shaking their heads disappointedly. <laughs> hey, like, this is terrible. These humans, honestly, what are you doing? <laughs> but you know what? Massive respect to him for doing that, Josh. That's a, that's a pretty amazing magic moment you've picked this week. Well, thank you, mate. I think we could both say... No, that's, that's magic. magic. I'm wow. sure if he's listening, he is going to be in heaven right now, you know, for hearing something like that. Especially we synchronized it so well. I'm really proud of us. Can we try it one more time, Josh? Okay, let's do it. Ready? Three, two, two. one. Now, now that's magic. magic. Oh, oh, there it is. It's beautiful radio, this. Oh, it really is. We're just two professionals absolutely nailing it. Mm, and speaking of nailing it, though, we've got a next song where the artist just absolutely nailed it. Oh, this nice link. MGMT Electric Feel. Please do enjoy, and I hope you have some sort of electric feel.
That was Electric Feel by MGMT, and this is The Magic Moments on River Radio. Love that. And what a good song, Josh. Thank you, man. You've been very supportive of my first time on the decks. You know, to you, I look at you as a mentor of, wow. of radio hosting, and so it's oh. an honor to sit opposite to you. Honestly, I consider you sort of like the... Uh, Michael B. Jordan of radio hosting. Is £20 enough, mate? Are you sure? Uh, yeah, actually, can you give me another five? Okay, I feel like I did, did a good reference. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's very kind, Josh. I appreciate you saying that. Oh, no worries at all. Well, I can honestly say, and I'm sure all of our lovely listeners will agree, that you are smashing your first job, first time on the decks, Josh. It's, it's a great show. Well done, mate. Thank you so much. Speaking of great shows, mm-hmm. tomorrow's Halloween! Not a great segue. I'm running out of them now. <laughs> anyway, just uh, elbowing a new segment. Yeah, just literally, just absolutely sweating every time. How we're gonna, how we're gonna lead us onto this? <laughs> I think I did that one pretty smooth. Do you though. know what? I don't think anyone would notice. It was I wouldn't beautiful. say so at no. all. It's good. So Patrick, mm-hmm. obviously Halloween's tomorrow. Yes. It, it, it's the day of spooks, scares, mm-hmm. and delight. Oh, nice. Didn't rhyme the last one. Yeah, but I just shoved it in anyway. Yeah, it's a bit spooky. Bit of a lad like that. Mm. Today I've got you, for you. A spook special. I am more than excited. I think excited doesn't quite cover it today, Josh. I can see that. You're literally jumping off your seat. Literally. I'm trying to get out the exit, but, you know, anyway, I'm jumping out my seat. <laughs> All right. I misinterpreted that. Yeah, you're trying to leave. I'm glad we got security, though. <laughs> so this is a game called What is Scarier? Okay. Or actually, let, let me do that again, but more dramatic. It is Halloween. Mm, exactly. This is a game called What is Scarier? <gasps> do you know what? That scent tingles down my spine, Josh. The way you said that. Thank you. I mean, I'm surprised I'm not hired to do sort of book readings. Yeah. You know, yeah. Of, of spooky books. I can't work out why. Me neither. Probably no. to do with the how awful I am. But anyway, <laughs> this is what is scarier. Okay. I'm going to give you two things. you got to tell me right off the bat, like shooting a gun as quick as yep. you can, what is scarier uh, in I'm, your opinion. I can do that. I, no problem. Just go straight in. Instant reaction. Let's go. Instant reaction. And then we can have a little chat about it. Beautiful. See why. Amazing. All right. First one up. Werewolf or Dracula? Dracula. Oh, God. just came out. <laughs> really? Why yeah. Dracula? Dracula, Josh. Werewolf. As long as you're asleep at night and you lock the doors, a werewolf can't really hurt you in a way because during the day they just kind of a normal bloke. That's true. Might be a nice guy. Might buy you a drink. Exactly. But Dracula, any time of the day or night, you don't know, the fangs can come out and it's just just getting your blood sucked. It's just not what you want to be doing on a Saturday. It's not what you want sucked at all. I totally agree with you. Do you have a good Dracula impression? Uh, I can give you one right now. Yeah, Let's no one's okay. ever asked me that. Okay. Ready? I'm going to build it up for you. Okay, here we go. Well, hello, Dracula. Hello, Josh. Oh, that's actually good. Thank you. What do you want to do? I want to eat some onions. Oh, no, that's not right. (laughs) It's not right at all, Mr. Dracula. You almost have me there. It is onions or is it garlic? Well, he doesn't want to eat. If if a Dracula eats garlic, they disintegrate. Do you know what? I won't have the garlic pasta. (laughs) I'll have something else then, please. (laughs) Very good choice, Dracula, sir. Dracula, sir. Thank you. All right. The next one up is... Skeleton or ghost? Well, do you know what? I can't say skeleton just because that would mean I'm afraid of myself. Deep. That is very deep. Oh my goodness, you, you know, went there. We cover the big issues on this show, Josh. You do. And you know, you it's gotta like love yourself post. in life. You gotta love yourself before you can love anyone else. True that. Know? Skeletons, organs, muscles, and all. Exactly. Love yourself. So I'm gonna go with ghosts because not a fan. If I saw a ghost, I would be scared. I would not only be scared. 
I'd be spooked. Have you ever, you know, potentially seen or had any experience of ghosts, Josh? I'm Irish, so whenever I'm out of the sun and I look in the mirror, I'm like, that's most definitely a ghost. I'm about 2% off being a ghost. Wow, yeah. Do you know what? I, I, you're kind of disappearing a bit now, Josh. I'm just going translucent. <laughs> just that pasty white. <laughs> I do actually, I have one ghost story. It's Let's sort go. of a ghost story. Amazing. I think I will t- title it something very spooky like kind of a ghost story oh do you know what that can catch on <laughs> movies coming out soon on it. kind of a ghost story let's hear the ghost story josh all right so this all began with a young josh and, and a young josh was around 14 very spooky i know it's a scary age mm. but what me and my friends would do in ireland is we would go explore like abandoned buildings buildings that just have been left and there's nothing inside they're like falling into ruins basically. okay okay wow and due to that you know Ireland's actually got quite few abandoned buildings. I can so, imagine, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we went all around sort of, well, Northern Ireland, and we'd go explore these abandoned buildings. Mm-hmm. And so one day, I'm exploring this abandoned building, and we're trying to find a way inside. There's like an outer wall. It's like this old mansion. So it has this out wall on the outside. Uh-huh. So the only hole is around the back. So we're walking around the house until we get to the back where the wall is kind of crumbled away. Yeah. And the back door's there. Okay. And so we think, brilliant. Try open the door. So I go to open the door and it feels kind of jammed. It's like it opens a bit and then gets stuck. And I'm like, that's weird. Probably just jammed though. So what I do is I try to give it a really big push. And so I do a big push on the door and it like de-jams quite a bit so it's almost free like you can see the hinges of the door it's almost free to kind of swing back uh-huh. so one more push and I'll be able to open it so I do a big push it does that I'm about to do another big push and then it slams back in place oh. with a loud bang I mean louder than the bang from a loud banging fish oh. if that was a real thing do you know what that actually gave me goosebumps no joke Josh so you were stuck inside this house no I was most definitely outside of it Pat I'm glad you're, you're paying close attention to the story okay <laughs> I was outside. I was in the perimeter of the house trying to get in through the back door. And so with one big push, almost got it, but it slammed back in place just before I do another big push. But luckily for me, I was joined with my friends. So I felt really safe when they all just ran off I instantly. Love <laughs> they literally, like a cat, you know, when you see a street yeah. cat, you go to stroke and it just goes meow and so, runs away. And do you think the person, was there something, was the force strong enough that someone may have pushed that door, do you think? It was way stronger than a, that that door was really jammed. It was like a loud slam smack and it went all the way back and actually rippled, almost broke the hinges on the other side, like the two wooden sort of either side of the door. You know, there's a bit of wood that keeps it in place. Yeah. Yeah, it almost took it out. It was such a loud slam back. My friends ran, I ran too. And so we never ended up getting in that house, but we did take a photo, the outside of it. And the next day, my friend comes in and shows us the photo and on the top left window... There's a silhouette. Oh, that, now that is actually kind of scary, Josh. It was. I mean, I think there is, you know, reasonable explanation yeah. for the door. Maybe there was like, a, I don't know, like a grand piano leaning on it. Yeah. Or like a sort of, I don't know, a bookshelf. Yeah. And so when I pushed it forward, the bookshelf went a bit back. And, and it, it banged slammed. it. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure that probably is, but still kind of scary. It would definitely spook me out. 
But the other thing, the silhouette, mm, that was more spooky. We we were all very spooked. That is actually a bit scary. It was. Do you have any ghost stories, Pat? Well, do, do you know what, Josh? I, I do have one. But it's, it's actually it's actually quite a nice one. It's quite a one. It was a nice ghost. It, we. I mean, I, I have to be honest, and I appreciate there may be some people who, who uh, do believe in ghosts. I'm probably quite skeptical when it comes to these things. Um, so this is why I cannot believe this happened, Josh. I've got a watch that I'm wearing w- right now. I see it. I, I do see it. This is my grandpa's watch. Who? Um, who died about 10 years ago and after he died I got his watch I then lost his watch and I was at a magic gig on the other side of the world Josh in a country um, in, in in Africa actually miles really? away was it Malawi? Were in you Malawi, in Malawi? Yeah, I was in Malawi doing a magic you doing gig. magic in Malawi? Yeah. That's amazing. Long, long way away from the UK. Yeah, which is where you had lost. I'd lost the watch in the UK. Wow. And about six months later, I was at this magic gig. I was staying in this hotel. I came out the shower. And on the suitcase, my suitcase was open. All my clothes were in the suitcase. And on top of all of my clothes was a watch that had been placed on mm-hmm. top of all of those clothes. And I came out the shower and I looked down and I saw this watch that I'm wearing right now placed on top of all of these clothes. And I just remember thinking, seriously, like that was probably the one time in my life, Josh. And still to this day, I have no explanation. I just had And it wasn't like it was just found in my case. It it was like it had been placed lying on top of all my clothes. So, you know, I I honestly don't know what's that ghost, but I feel like my granddaddy's watching over me. So That's so um, lovely. Yeah, who knows? But it's a lovely story and I do think about him and that watch very often and I wear it to this day. Yeah, I can see that. That is that's really lovely. Well, that's an example of a ghost being really awesome. You know what? Ghosts can be good as well. They can be. So maybe skeletons are scarier. Mm, yeah. I've never seen a skeleton give one person a watch, not even one time. No, do you know what? And I, I sometimes say to skeletons, you know, like, you know, they don't really have much backbone. <laughs> oh, there it is. I think they only have backbone. Do you know what they actually do? <laughs> Maybe a slug wouldn't have that's backbone. That's true. That skeleton is basically pure backbone. That's it's all it's really got, to be honest. But <laughs> So let's continue on with the game, though. Okay. I think we're making ground, learning more about your Halloween spooks and scares. Uh, I think we are. I'm learning a bit about you, Josh, and learning a bit about me. That's what life's all about. That is what life's all about, and that's what the magic moment's all about mm. on River Radio. Mm. So the next one, what is scarier, mm-hmm. a piranha mm-hmm. or a snake? Oof. Both well, spooky. Of course, I work with a snake every Saturday, one till two. Oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> uh, well, a snake or a piranha? Do you know what, Josh? I'm going to say a snake because snakes, I actually quite like snakes. I think they're quite really? amazing when you see them on videos, things like that. But I think a snake, you know, you don't... The uh, thing about a snake is I think they're ultra unpredictable. Snakes are, yeah. One moment they're chilling, next minute they're going right for your neck. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. And do you know, and a piranha. I don't know. I feel like maybe because I've never really seen a piranha in you've action. Never got to know one. You've never yeah. bought it a drink. You never sat down and had a chat. Exactly. with Exactly. You know, you can't judge a piranha when I've never met one. So you know, you're you're, you're totally right. <laughs> We're learning something new every day on this show. Exactly. Well, what, what can I ask you? I mean, just what would you go for for that one, Josh? Honestly, like obviously in general, a snake's going to be more of a threat. But yeah. in the water piranha all day like they mm. travel in packs and they don't mess around mm-hmm. they're kind of like tiny mini crocodiles they're just really aggressive yeah and, and you don't really see them coming and suddenly boom piranha 
Boom, piranha. Sounds like the start of a pop song. And pe- speaking of pop songs, we're going to move on to the next song. Oh, yeah. yeah did you like that song? That was a bit I, better than earlier. I'm jotting this one down, Josh, for my next show, because this is top-notch stuff you're giving me here. Oh, thank you. I think every time I reference it, I ruin the segue, but it's worth it. i, I got to let the viewers know that this is good. This is great. <laughs> so the next song is What You Know by Two Door Cinema Club. Are you ready, Patrick? Josh, what you know is this. I am ready. Love it. What You Know by Two Door Cinema Club. I haven't heard that song for years, Josh, and I really, really like it. Well, that's what I really like about indie rock is mm. it reminds me of when I was a bit younger. It's obviously early 2000s. Mm-hmm. It just reminds me of like 
car trips and all that sort of stuff mm. with my family. It's it's just good vibes attached to it. Yeah, you're right. Good memories. Every song has a memory, these kind of ones, don't they? Yeah, and this one certainly has a good memory. And do you know what, Josh? That song now is going to always be associated with River Radio because I heard it with you. Oh, that's wonderful. Mm. Speaking of River Radio, just to remind everyone, this mm. is The Magic Moments on River Radio. And I'm excited, Josh. And you can, of course, listen back on the website. You can, of course, listen on mobile and on Alexa. And we are with you right up until two o'clock today. It's exciting, eh, Josh? Well, it's very exciting. And you know what else is exciting, Pat? Mm-hmm. We've got a brand new segment coming up. I'm loving this new content, Josh. <laughs> I- I'm really enjoying all these new things we're trying. It's really keeping me on my toes. Well, thank you. And if you, the listener, enjoy any of these segments, would love to hear more of it. Please do write in and let us know. We'd mm. love to hear the feedback. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we'll probably be mostly like, no, 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 no. But that's all right, too. <laughs> yeah, we, we like that, too. We like constructive feedback. Yeah, absolutely. But this, this game mm-hmm. is going to be very magical indeed because it is called Harry Potter or Not. Oh. Mm-hmm. I'm about to Hermione you to listen now. Oh, barely got that one in, but I think it worked. That <laughs> was like a Ron Measley joke. Okay, okay. <laughs> that was I also pretty gave, bad. Yeah, I, I feel you You kind of uh, attacked the toilet with a toilet, but mm-hmm. that's all right. <laughs> so Harry Potter or not is basically, mm-hmm. I'm going to be telling you a bunch of spell names and what they do. Okay. And you have to tell me whether or not they are real or not. Love that. Are this you, is great. Would you say you're a Harry Potter fan? Well, I've seen, I've read all the books. I've seen all the films. Um, I do, I've been to Harry Potter World in London, which I also very much enjoyed. Um so yeah, I would say I do quite like Harry Potter, you know. My favourite character has got to be Snape, Snape, Severus Snape. Really? As opposed to Dumbledore. <laughs> yeah, but I, I like Snape, yeah. Good reference there. Yeah. Snape, Who, what's your favourite character, Josh? Honestly, uh, what, what's his name? Uh, Fumblebutt or something? That's oh, what. the old classic. <laughs> Sorry, it's not- Fumblebutt. Fumblebutt. Something, the guy, he comes in at the end with the sword of Excavia or something oh, and he scares away Voldemort. Yeah, yeah, no, I know name? who you Fumble- mean. Yeah. He's like, he's a bit of like a, he's not a, you know. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, I know. Do you know what? If you remember, remember listeners, let us know, studio at river.radio, and we will let Josh know who is Fumblebutt. <laughs> you can tell how much he's my favorite character by how I remember his name, Fumblebutt. All right, well, let's hop into Harry Potter or not. Mm-hmm. You ready for the first spell name? Josh. I'm more than ready. I'm excited. So we're going to just take it one at a time. You just tell me whether or not you think it's a real spell from the movie or the book. Let's go. First one is Reparo. Oh, can you tell me what that means or not? I can. It fixes Harry's glasses. Reparo. I, I can repeat it if you like yeah. in, in the real do. Harry Potter accent. Yeah. Reparo. I think he does say that quite a lot because I remember Harry Potter being notoriously, he needed those glasses. The moment he woke up, bang, they were on. They were, they were so, much like anyone who needs glasses. Very true. Yeah, he's not really an exception to that. But So I would say he did need that because he could quite often break them and he would say something along those lines. So I'm going to say Reparo is a Harry Potter slogan. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah. Congratulations. Well done. Oh, God, this is, this is going well so far. You got one out of five so far. Okay. Are you ready for the next one? I'm ready, Josh. This next one is Jarp Tepperlip. <laughs> Can we say <laughs> Could you say that one again, please? It's not easy to say, I will tell you that. Yeah. Jartepalip. Would you like to know what it does? Can I just say it one more time? Because I'm really enjoying you saying this it's word. It's really difficult for me to say. My mouth has to do gymnastics. All right, here we go. Okay. Jartepalip. <laughs> I could get you to this all day. What does it mean, Josh? It makes a frog sing. 
Okay, that's definite no. Because do you know what? I know the reason that's a no is because that is exactly something that Josh's mind would come up with. Oh man, I, I made these too easy. I would say that's a uh, no because it's hard to come up with random. It, it, it is hard. You it know. is. You got to go to the weird parts of your brain. I didn't know. That's very true. Well, do you know what, JK? I mean, Josh, you are incorrect. Oh, thank you, mate. Well, you're f- so far two for two. Well mm. done. You're, you're truly a bit of a pop pop fan. Thank you. So we've got number three. Are you ready for it? I am ready. Okay, here we go. Snork tackle them. Oh. Would you like to hear it again? Yeah, I'd love to. <laughs> this is so hard for me this to say. This is difficult. Snork tackle Okay, Dumbledore. Snork tackle <laughs> What does that mean? It dims the lights. Okay, interesting. Well, I don't think... That's not a very good spell, is it? Because you would just have a dimmer switch or something. <laughs> would you, though? Tell me, in, in Hogwarts, you don't see very modern stuff. That's they don't even buy iPhones. Yeah, that's a good point. You don't send me a WhatsApp where you are. Yeah, exactly. They say, send me a fliggy flop. Yeah, fliggy flop, a, an owl. An you owl, know. you're right. Owls are Harry Potter's WhatsApp. That's true, actually. We're learning so much. This is an educational show. I'm learning a lot from you, Josh. I'm going to say that one is also false. I don't think they needed to dim lights in Harry Potter. <laughs> you're correct. Darn it. Phew. You're really good at this. Whew. So far, you're free for free. Well, do you know I'm what? The magic community zero. would be judging me, Josh, if I mess this up, because Harry Potter is actually responsible for getting a lot of young magicians into magic. That's very true, actually. Yeah, there is a bit of a, a crossover. Would you say mm. that did it for you? Um, no, but I was a little bit after that. But all the, a lot of the Harry Potters had come out. Mm. By the time I got into Harry Potter, it was getting to the stage where he was doing a lot of like that sort of dark magic with Voldemort. Ooh. He wasn't really doing card tricks. <laughs> Pick a card, Expelliarmus. <laughs> okay, moving on. Yeah, you're right. He, he went down a more darker path, especially in the later films. Yeah, he did, didn't he? When he got with um, oh, what's that? What's that one called? The the um, G- 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 Ginny Weasley. Oh yeah, Ginny. I used to have a big crush on her. Did you really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, she had a great personality. All right, so we're going for the next one. <laughs> Are you ready I'm for ready. the fourth one? Yeah. Alohora. Okay. I didn't say that right. Give me, give me another chance. This is really yeah, yeah, hard. Yeah, it's difficult. Alohomora. Okay. Yeah, I nailed it that time. Trust Love me. that. Would you like to know what it does? Okay, I'm not joking, Josh. An an arm is just growing out of my body. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm the real magician in this. <laughs> what does it mean, Alohomora? It uh, unlocks doors. Pretty oh. useful one. That is, oh my gosh, that would be very useful. It would be. Imagine you, you lost your keys, just do a cheeky aura. And I lose my keys a lot, so that would be very useful for me because, you know, I've had many examples of me getting to my house, trying to get into my house, not being able to, and having to walk to the neighbours in... Uh, probably bare feet sometimes really? to get a key yeah you do love just randomly taking off your shoes though yeah, I, I do actually quite like taking off my shoes <laughs> just yeah. every so often i'll turn around he's like, no shoes apparently i'm gonna say josh alamahora is a harry potter spell oh my goodness well done that's four magic four four. <sighs> okay i'm gonna try catch you out with this final one all right the We're question go is right josh can i make five out of five if that's you what can, i'm thinking you're going to get the ultimate prize. I promise you I've actually gotten something for you. Are you serious? Yes, I really have for this segment. Because I didn't think... No way. No, Oof. not even the best Harry Potter people could get five out of five. I'm really excited about getting five out of five, hopefully, and getting a prize if I do. This prize is very good, so okay. you're going to want to get this one. Mm-hmm. Are you ready for the final spell name? I Harry Potter ready. or not? Okay, here we go. Confundo. Ooh. Would you like it one more time? I'd like that one more time, yeah. Confundo. I love how you say these spells. Well, I, say, I try to be like Hermione. Yeah, I'm getting that vibe. Confundo. What does that mean, Josh? It confuses a person 
Oh. It's kind of in the name, right, isn't it? Yeah, it I like that. Like confused almost. Confundo. Confundo. Let's try it on you. Confundo, what's your name? Philip. Hey, well, oh, mate. well done, mate. I think you've swayed me. I think that is a... Oh, a bit nervous now. Yeah, it's the final one. Maybe the other ones were a diversion just to make sure you don't win the ultimate prize that I've got for you. Do you know what, Josh? I'm going to have to... In life, sometimes you've got to go with your gut. And I've seen Harry Potter and I've never heard Confundo being used. So my gut is telling me that you've made it up. So I'm going to say it's a fake Harry Potter. I'm sorry, Patrick. Uh, it's oh, real. Oh, it's I was real. about to say it was real as well. Oh, but you double get. I saw your eyes. You know what? That was <sighs> he who not who shall not be named. He he influenced you right at the last bit. Oh, oh whoa! That yeah, that I think it was he who shall not be named. Yeah, he really got you there at the end. There. Oh, I'm sorry, Patrick. You know what? You would have won as well. Would you like to know? Oh, mate, if it's something good, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna confirm to you if it's really something good. It was an applause. <laughs> but you don't get that. Don't listen to it. Imagine you didn't hear that, okay. all right? You don't, that, that's not what you get. I was going to get an applause and I didn't get one. No, I'm sorry, mate. Well, well, do you know what, Josh? I've got one thing to say to you. Go for it. Expelliarmus. Ooh, hit me with that expeller. Mm-hmm. Well done, mate. Well, you know what I'm going to hit you with? Oh, yeah? The next song. Oh, mm-hmm. but Josh, these links are getting really nice. Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> Warming up as the show goes along. <laughs> <laughs> this is Take Me Out by Franz Ferdinand. Oh, I nailed it. I thought I wouldn't nail that one. <laughs> Here you go. Enjoy, guys.
That was Take Me Out by Franz Ferdinand. I was having a bit of a boogie then, Josh. That is such a tune. We were both just singing along to that. That was a real good karaoke. We were, I know I won't believe in it. Oh, I know I won't believe it. <laughs> Well, do you know, who needs Franz Ferdinand when you've got Josh and Pat? Oh, absolutely. Basically, you take the Franz, I'll take the Ferdinand. We've got this. We have got this, literally. New career for us. Get rid of the mics. Let's go for the singing. Absolutely. And for those just tuning in, this is the magic moment on River Radio. You can listen on the web, on mobile, or on Alexa. And we have... Coming near to the end of the show... It's gone so fast, John. It has. It's flown by like mm. a Lamborghini uh, on ice. Mm. Oh, wow. That sounds kind That'll of fun. That would be so fast. Yeah, that Could would be imagine? fast. Jeepers, oh. But I believe I've saved the best to last. I hope, anyway. I feel you have as well. And so we've got a final new segment. Yeah! Yay! <laughs> and it is called Magic or Tragic. Oh, nice. Absolutely. Now, what I'm going to be doing, it's really quite simple. Okay. I've got four different inventions. You've got to tell me, are they magical or are they tragical? Oh, it, nice. Um, <laughs> are they, okay. Magical or tragical? I think I can do that. Let's give it a go, Josh. Because look, at the end of the day... If it wasn't for inventions, yeah. we would still be going ooga booga in caves. True. But now, with fire was an invention, the wheel was an invention, and the first invention that's coming up on Magic or Tragic might be considered in a similar lane, honestly, oh, for gosh. advancing human race. Okay, wow, you're hyping this up a lot. I'm excited. Let's go. All right, so the first invention on Magic or Tragic is hair in a can. Oh. <laughs> Would you like to know exactly what this is? <laughs> can I just confirm, when you say hair in a can, I'm literally thinking of hair in like a baked bean tin. So it's not quite that. Imagine more like sort of, you know, spraying cheese. You can spray yeah, on the cheese yeah. or like whipped cream. <laughs> like that. It's like that, but for hair. So it was made for if you have a bald spot and it shoots out hair sort of like that. And you can, <laughs> You can just go, got a bit here, there we go, spray on hair. I mean, surely that cannot look good. Surely no one's going to be like, oh, that is def- That No one's going to not know that spray on hair, surely. Well, let's just put it this way. Have you ever heard of the invention before now? <laughs> so it didn't really take <laughs> it's on. It's not flying off it? the shelves, is it? Unfortunately not. But do you think it is magic or tragic? Do you know what? <laughs> I'm going to have to say, like, my dad, you know, bless him, is, is bald. Mm. Um, Represent. If my dad came in one day with a spray on a hair, um, <laughs> he's like, yeah, I'm just having breakfast. He's like, notice anything different? No, no, nothing. I think I would probably die with laughter. <laughs> so you're going with tragic then? I'm going to have to say tragic because for me, a wig does the job and a spray on can. It's a great invention, spray on hair, but I just think I can't imagine that looking good. But please prove me wrong. If you have an, or use hair in a can and it works for you, if you let me know, I would be so, so interested to speak to you. Maybe we could even get you on the show. Absolutely. And if you have any hairy situations, we'd love to get to the root of the problem. Oh. Okay, so we've got the next magic or tragic invention. Are you ready? I am so ready after that bombshell. <laughs> it is it. It is fish skin bikini. Oh. <laughs> so many questions. Fish skin between... <laughs> Number one being why? Why? I know. Is it made of real fish skin, like scales? So it is made from tanned and dried salmon skin, and it cost over £300 in London. Oh, my. Do you know what? Do you know what? (laughs) It would stink. Would it not stink? It would stink. I also think, like, why would you want to wear that, something like that? Surely it's just not going to... Seagulls attacking you Seagulls attacking. I I, I don't know. I just feel like, you know, 
it, it, it just I, I also just feel like there's so many lovely bikinis out there why go for something like that I, I can't imagine that looking good I'm gonna have to say tragic and also salmon it tastes lovely it does enjoy maybe, it well exactly so maybe you're out on the beach having a good time you get hungry have a bit of a lick that's true have a little snack in the sea actually absolutely it's a snack you can wear that would probably smell not great you come out of the sea naked it's like what's going on i was a bit peckish <laughs> or the seagulls were well that's fair enough so you're gonna go we've got two tragics so i'm afraid far. maybe i'm in a bit of a grumpy mood but i'm gonna have to say another tragic from me that's fair enough so we've got the third one. Here we go. Let's try and, and redeem it. Is it is called the dog umbrella. Oh, oh this oh. sounds something I would like. Tell me more, Josh. I actually got that wrong. I'll repeat it again. Oh, because no. It's, it's so a much excited. better name. <laughs> it's a better name. It's okay. the same thing, basically. Okay. But it's called the dog umbrella. Oh. See, it's better, right? Under my dog umbrella. umbrella. <laughs> okay. Um, dog umbrella. Dog umbrella. It's can an I umbrella guess, Can I guess dog. what this is? Oh, yeah. Sorry. Imagine you didn't hear that. Is it a, is it a hat that you put on a dog that is um, an umbrella? Almost, it attaches around their waist, and it's like quite—it's oh. like a human-sized umbrella, but it just attaches around their waist. Do you know what that is? That would be the cutest thing I've it ever seen. It would be so cute. That is just good in so many ways. It, that is—I would buy that, even though I don't have a dog. That's how much I like that invention, just to support the creator, so they can hopefully make more animal-based goodness. Well, honestly, if you bought it, went in all fours, and just started barking, you could use good use of it. Honestly, Do you know what? I might consider that. You walk around London like I think. I think it would be the new London chic. I think you know. I'm setting trends. Put away your salmon bikinis and get out your dog umbrellas. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Absolutely. So what are you going for? Are you magic Josh, or tragic? The moment you said the word dog and umbrella and put them together, I went for magic and I'm sticking with it. I love it. Well, okay. So we've got two tragics and one magic and we've got the final invention of magic or tragic. I'm loving this, Josh. This is a great game. Oh, I'm glad you like it. I think, you know, we got to give a huge shout out to the inventors. Good for them for just giving it a go. Yeah. Do you know what? Anyone who invents something, I respect. Absolutely. So this is the final one. It's mm-hmm. called... The Euro Club. Okay. Sounds very sophisticated, very posh. Could almost be a wine or something nice. Yeah, I'd quite like to visit Mm -hmm. the Euro Club. So what it is, it is a golf club that you can pee into. (laughs) That's right. Well, Patrick, haven't you ever found yourself having a game of golf with the lads? Yeah. And you need to go to the toilet, but you're out in the green and you can't do it. The Euro Club is basically a hollowed out club that you screw off the top. I think only dudes could use it. And then yeah. you, you pee into it. <laughs> Let- so it looks like you're playing golf, but you're not. You're peeing. I'm lost for words. I'm not often speechless. I do have a question, Josh. Go for it. You're playing golf. You hit the golf club. You then take a pee. It, you know, it's in there. Is it just sloshing about in there as you hit the next ball? I guess so. But you don't actually use it as a golf club. It is just sort of to look like a golf club. You can bring it around. People think oh, you're practicing your swing. It's a bit quite discreet. It is. It's a discreet way of peeing on the golf pitch. Oh, do you know, do you know what? I actually, <laughs> no. Well, because if you think, right, if you, so if you're in a massive golf course, you're 10 miles away from the nearest toilet. It's a huge golf course. You're a mile away from the nearest toilet. 10 miles is like, it's like a ginormous one. Um, you need to go to the toilet. You can't. Actually, no, just use the bushes. Yeah, <laughs> just go off the golf course, use the bushes. Why do this? Like, just yeah. chat to your mates and they're like, are you ever going to actually swing that golf club? You're like, nah, I got a different one. It's, it's like, I've got right here for the listeners, I, I've got a uh, microphone right next to me. Um, Josh doesn't know this, but it's actually not a microphone. It's actually a place I do just pee in. <laughs> um, so, uh, you know, it's quite useful. But yeah. I'm going to have to say, Josh, to that one, that's just 
a useless prop, really, because mm. you can just use beautiful nature, Mother pee nature, all you like. Absolutely, a much nicer place to pee. Absolutely agree. Mm. Well, that was magic or tragic, and this has been the magic moment on River Radio. Listening on the web. On Alexa. Or on the mobile. And you know what, Josh? I've loved every second, and you've done such a great job. I would like you, Josh, to give yourself a round of applause. Oh, thank you very much, Pat. Yeah! (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Pat. Well deserved. Even though I pressed the button, it felt like you really did. (laughs) Oh, well, thank you so much. And and thank you to the listeners for listening to uh, The Magic Moment. Really hope you enjoyed. Make sure to leave some feedback, advice, what you thought of these new segments. Let us all know. And once again, you can listen on the web, on mobile, and on Alexa at River Radio. I'm going to leave you off with a final song called Freaks by the Surf Cruise. There we go. (laughs) Had a bit of a trouble there, but (laughs) Freaks by the Surf Cruise. Please do enjoy. Across the Thames Valley. One more time. Across the Thames Valley. This, this is River Radio. Well, now for some pop music. Try this. Can you hear us humping on your stereo?